Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back uh, to the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce radio program. I'm Dr. Laura Murillo, and we are so happy to have you join us here on the radio here on six stations on Intercom. And, you know, we run our program at different hours, and so we appreciate our partnership with Intercom and the opportunity to interview and highlight so many important uh, news items, including what's going on with Houston's fire department. And we're so happy to have with us uh, my friend and, and uh, certainly a great leader here in the Houston area, and that is Chief Sam Pena. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Murillo. You doing okay today? We're doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, absolutely. Always, always. And uh, first of all, congratulations to you and the entire fire department for all the great work that you guys do every day. Uh, to protect us and to make sure that we're safe. And uh, we appreciate that. We know that it's a, it's a very tough profession and uh, it comes with a lot of risk. And uh, to the families that uh, every day are there supporting the firefighters, we want to extend our thanks to them as well. Well, thank you for, for saying that. And, and you're right. You know, we have some, some outstanding employees. We have some very dedicated personnel that uh, show up every day and, and do uh, the most excellent job for, for this community and, and the health and safety. And, and uh, I couldn't be more proud of them. Well, and, and on that note, we know that uh, recently Houston once again has, uh, you know, unfortunately uh, gone through a very, very uh, big fire, warehouse fire, and uh, so many people and homes were devastated, destroyed, and are still dealing with that. And so it brings up the question for those folks that are listening is, what are we doing to strengthen the hazardous substance storage situation uh, that specifically uh, seems to be the reason behind that most recent fire? Yes, well, you know what, uh, Dr. Moody, you're, you're correct. Look, we had a terrible incident uh, where an explosion at Watson Grinding happened uh, on January 24th, uh, about two weeks ago. And unfortunately, it claimed the lives of, of two employees, um, injured many others, and really caused a lot of destruction in the uh, neighborhood um, in surrounding that uh, that facility. And uh, look, we have... Um, the issue is, is you know, we are the energy capital of the world, and and um, we have a lot of these agencies and and facilities that <clears throat> that are doing processes and managing materials that uh, uh, on their own are are hazardous, but they're a necessary uh, um, evil, so to speak, uh, to provide you know for for the energy that that uh, we all consume. Uh, Watson grinding. Uh, the issue with Watson grinding and the concerning part is that uh, it wasn't classified as a hazardous industry, as a hazardous uh, uh, materials 
facility, you know, because it didn't meet a certain threshold. And the EPA sets certain thresholds for reporting requirements of, of chemicals that are stored and, and, and handled at these facilities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's those thresholds may, may make sense in more sparsely populated areas uh, of the country. But uh, we need to take a look at, at uh, a little bit closer on whether it makes sense in a, in a high-density urban uh, environment like we have here in Houston. I believe that there's uh, conversations to be had and, and where we can make some progress in, in, being, in lowering some of these thresholds for reporting and, and safeguarding some of these chemicals because they exist throughout our, our community. So those and, conversations, and, uh, pardon <clears throat> for the interruption, but those conversations with the EPA would be uh, conversations with our county judge, the mayor, uh, the fire department, who all would be involved in those conversations? Absolutely. Look, there's uh, there's different levels that that need to be uh, addressed. Certainly, there I believe there are things that we can do here at the local level through local ordinances, where we can strengthen some of the uh, reporting requirements, some of the permitting requirements, uh, and as as we establish certain thresholds, there are some things that ha- need to happen at the state level uh, to ensure that we uh, are not preempted from doing some of the things that uh, that we believe are important to safeguard our community and, and our residents here. And so that conversation needs to happen at the state level as well. And then, you know, at the federal level, again, you know, the, the, the federal thresholds that, that are in place may serve well for the industry, but uh, we should have the discretion and the authority here locally to be able to strengthen some of those um, items, maybe lower some of the thresholds where it requires additional scrutiny on some of the some of the processes that are happening in some of these facilities. And I believe that, you know, doing that, being more open and transparent with what uh, what is going on and what exists within our community, making that information available to our public will will not only uh, uh, make us safer, but it'll allow the it'll allow the um, the residents to participate in the emergency planning process, and which is critical. Well, absolutely so, and uh, we'll stay uh, on top of that. And I know you and your team, the mayor and the county judge, and others are most definitely uh, staying on top of that, having those conversations to make sure that all Houstonians are are safe or at the very least safer, right? So we'll continue to stay on top of that. Um, Certainly uh, something that folks want to talk about is the election, and uh, Mayor Turner was successful in becoming uh, our mayor for the second term. And uh, on on that note, we know that there's still conversations which are ongoing with the fire department, pay raise, the union, et cetera. Can you give us an update on where those talks are? Absolutely. So, so yes, you know, um, the mayor was, was successful in his re-election. Um, you know, I think it, it's a good thing for, for Houston, provides a, a lot of stability uh, and moving forward. You know, in regards to the pay issue, we have, um, you know, unfortunately that, that issue is, is in the court system right now. There is a, a lawsuit for, for an impasse for the 2017 contract, and, which is still in the courts. And my, my stance on that is that, uh, you know, in order for us to, to move forward and get the firefighters the pay raise that they need to bring them up, to bring the salaries up to, to market average, um, that needs to happen at the collective bargaining table, not in the courts and not at the ballot box. The most efficient way to do that is to remove that item 
from from the courts, get control of it, sit back at the table between management and labor, and and hammer out a contract that is respectful of the firefighters, but is also respectful of the taxpayer. And, and I think we all we all want that. I know I certainly want the the best for for our firefighters, and and I think the best uh, way to move forward, the most efficient way to move forward, and get them the pay raise that they need, get this issue addressed. And start working on the bigger items that uh, we also need to address is is to have a significant and productive conversation at the collective bargaining table, because right now, unfortunately, you know the only ones that are getting paid are, are the attorneys, and and uh, if we uh, leave it in the courts, that is not it's going to be a long term issue, and, and there is no reason for that because I think that uh, there are there are ways to to sit down at the table address the issues that the firefighters want addressed, as well as the city administration, and then hammer out a, a good contract where we can start getting our firefighters paid, getting the, the wages that they deserve, and, and move forward in a, in a more efficient way. Well, we're all hopeful that that is the case and uh, that this gets resolved as quickly as possible. And certainly, as you mentioned, to be respectful of the firefighters and all municipal employees. And uh, so we uh, continue to... Uh, you know, look forward to that being resolved and, and are certainly uh, very interested in an outcome that is suitable to all parties. So we appreciate right. the update. We uh, thank you for your engagement in the community. You've been so active, so involved representing the Houston Fire Department and uh, making sure that uh, the community has access to you and uh, the fire department. So thanks for all you do, and special thanks from Nachita and, and everyone you know in the Latino community <laughs> for all that you do and uh, all that the Houston Fire Department does every day to protect us. Well, thank you, Dr. Murillo, and thank you for what you do, and uh, thank your audience for, for listening. And, uh, yes, look, we're focused on, on the health and safety of this uh, community, health and safety of our firefighters, and we hope to move forward uh, in the proper manner. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. And we'll be right back.